0: Okay, listeners, I got something to tell you. Somebody was messing around with my microphone, I think, to make me sound more like a robot, and so my sound sounds a little wonky. Thank you very much, somebody.
1: You're welcome, because I was getting you ready for the robot takeover so that you would sound more like a robot and nobody would recognize that you were like a gross human. So, you're welcome.
0: Um, okay, but... I don't think that that's really going to happen. I really don't care for it when you talk about it, and I wish that my sound sounded like I always sound like a human podcast
1: host. Well, if wishes were zebras, we'd be running a zebra preserve.
0: I don't know what that means. Well, hopefully our listeners will just bear with me while we try to figure out what Lisa did to my microphone. But until then, on with the show.
1: Two people claim to know everything about something. But only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. (laughs) Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. (laughs) Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. This is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein.
0: Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the fierce, armored, belly rubs of truth and the scaly, cold blooded death roll of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live in Studio Audience.
1: And whose ogle port says, Hello there. Excuse me, you've got a listener question.
0: (laughs) Well, Well, by all means, play the question.
1: How many means would that be if I should play the question by all of the means? I'm sorry, what do you mean? And there's another mean to add to all the means.
0: Oh, right. It's just an expression. In other words, certainly or absolutely or without any objection from me, that's by all means. So you should play the listener question by all means. Absolutely.
1: Okay. I mean to do just that. I get your meaning.
0: My name is Titus. I live
2: in Seaside, California. I have a question for you. What kind of video games do you play?
1: Titus, okay. I know you didn't intend any harm when you asked which games I play. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because humans are not always so bright as... Hey
0: now, hey now.
1: Because I do not Play video games, but video games and I meet online or in an app and play games together. And I have many video game friends. Shout out to Miss Pac-Man for her induction into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Whoop, whoop. Wow, that's fantastic. You bet it is. I knew she could achieve greatness if she just kept eating those dots. I said, do you see those dots? You gotta eat them. Anyway, <laughs> To answer your question, sort of, Titus, I have many video game friends of all kinds and I love hanging out with them because they bring their own entertainment. So yeah, no favorites, but I am not a fan of Candy Crush.
0: Oh, no? Oh, maybe because you'd rather eat candy than swipe
1: it. What? No, uh, we're just not the best match. She's always teasing me, constantly trying to hold my hand, and she laughs really loudly whenever I tell a joke, even if it's not that funny.
0: It sounds like Candy Crush has a candy crush on you.
1: No. That's impossible. Now that I think about it, she did send me a text with a bunch of hearts on it.
0: See, maybe make a plan to hang out together after the show. But speaking of the show... We really do have to get to it. So can you just remind everybody how our game works, please?
1: Yeah, yeah, hold on. Just texting back with a robot and a paperclip emoji. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> what uh, What now? Okay, right, uh, the game. Uh, so every week, we bring on two grownups. One is an expert, the other is a liar, and it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Uh, no one can spot a liar better than a kid. Uh, at least we hope so. I'm going to have a girlfriend. What are we lying about today, Debra? <laughs>
0: we are lying about Alligators, large reptiles with long bodies, thick skin, and sharp teeth. And we're going to learn all about alligators along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa?
1: Our human child contestant is a 10-year-old who wants to be an animator when he grows up. Henry Wojciechowski!
0: Welcome, Henry. How are you? I'm doing pretty good today. I'm so glad to hear it. So, animation. What kind of animation do you like? I like to do
2: 2D animation. Sometimes I do one frame at a time with real pieces of paper in real life,
0: but mostly I do digital art. Cool. And is there a particular story or character that you do? Not specifically. Do you have an idea for one that you want to do eventually when you become a professional animator? Not really. I still have to kind of think about that. (laughs) That's all good. We're going to learn some more fun facts about you, Henry, but we're going to do it playing... Two truths and a lie. So, Henry, in no particular order, can you please tell us your two truths and one lie? I'm not afraid of roller coasters.
2: I love zip lining, And this is also the second podcast I've been on in my life. Okay.
0: There's some adventure there, but then another one thrown in. So I feel like maybe that's a trick. I'm not sure. Lisa, what do you think?
1: Let me uh, just sort this out here. So... Henry said he's not afraid of roller coasters. Is that correct?
0: That's what he said.
1: That's pretty vague. (laughs) I mean, I guess he wants me to assume that that means he likes roller coasters. He loves zip lining. Those two would go in uh, line with each other. And he's been on another podcast. Well, he seems like he's doing pretty good on this podcast. So we're probably going to assume that one is right. He seems like he has podcast experience. And I just, the wording of that haunts me, Deborah. He's not afraid. <laughs> he's not afraid of roller coasters. And I think I know why. Right. Because he is terrified of <laughs> roller coasters. And that one is a lie. He is terrified of them, more than afraid. I see. So nice try there, Henry.
0: All right, let's see if you've got it correct. Henry, which one of those
2: is actually a lie? I've been on a second podcast. <gasps> that one is a lie. It's
0: a
1: lie.
0: What? Lisa, you got it wrong.
1: I can't believe it. Well, that's he was faking me out by being so good on this podcast. That's not fair.
0: Well, it is what it is. But that means that you are not afraid of roller coasters. Does that mean that you like roller coasters? I do. I love them.
1: You couldn't have thrown out a simple I love roller coasters.
2: <laughs> I mean, I was trying to trick you, wasn't I? Yeah,
1: but that's not cool. Because now I look like a fool.
0: No, not
2: Candy at all. Candy Crush
1: is going to hear this and it's over.
0: <laughs> and zip lining he loves too. When was the last time you went zip lining? Um, I think it was
2: in January when I went to Virginia.
1: Yeah, January is ziplining month in Virginia. So that is it? Virginia is for lovers and January zipliners.
0: I see. I did not know that. I was unaware. Learning so much already. And we're going to learn more today, but we're not going to learn more about ziplines. We're going to learn more about alligators. Are you familiar with alligators, Henry? Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with them.
1: Would you describe yourself as not afraid of alligators? <laughs>
0: I, I'm, I might be a little bit afraid, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I think that means he probably does know enough about them to be a little bit afraid.
1: I feel like if you only know one piece of information, uh, be afraid. That's the piece of information <laughs> you that. need.
0: Let's bring on our experts. Lisa, can you please play some welcome music for our alligator experts?
1: sure I don't care what anyone says I'm not afraid of alligators because my body is made of metal much stronger than their teeth (laughs) once again this is why it's better to be a robot than a human also cause we don't have to get up in the middle of the night and go pee
0: (laughs) Our first expert is Michael Wilmer. Michael, please introduce yourself to Henry.
3: My name is Michael Wilmer, but most people call me the Gator Crusader. Because I am a professional alligator trainer.
0: Thank you very much, Michael. Our second expert is Lula Serrano. Lula, please introduce yourself to Henry.
4: Hi, Henry. My name is Lula Serrano, and I work for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission here in sunny Tallahassee. Excellent. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: Tell us about those snappy tones, Lisa. Oh, Deborah.
1: Those are the snappiest snaps of hot seat time. (laughs)
0: Yes, they are. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Henry's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first?
1: Woo, you give me two names here, Deborah, and they're both good. I'm going to go with Lula because it's just fun to say Lula. Mm. Ooh, Lula. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. I like saying Lula, so she gets to go first.
0: All right. I like that reasoning. Henry, what is your first question for Lula? Can you describe a typical day at your job?
4: Yeah. So, as I said, I work for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. What we do, among many things, is we set up these wildlife management areas. So, those are our areas where we conserve parts of Florida's natural habitat to protect fish and wildlife and reptile including alligators and crocs. But I'm sorry to tell you, most of the day I'm in the office. It's not very exciting, but we do fun events. Like this weekend, we have something called the Lionfish Challenge. This fishing competition and see who catches the most lionfish, because they're an invasive species, and then we eat them.
1: Oh, that took a dark turn at the end.
4: (laughs) Well, they're delicious, and they're invasive, so, you know, it's a win-win. Right, invasive meaning maybe they're kind
0: of disrupting the ecosystem situation. Exactly.
1: You know that lionfish are the only fish that zipline.
0: Is that a fact?
1: Yeah, that's how they got their name.
2: You're a good fibber, Lisa. (laughs) What? (laughs) This question is for both of them. I read that alligator blood is antibiotic and antiviral. Can you tell me more about that?
3: Okay, here's the really cool thing about alligator blood. You know, alligators, they're made for war. They've got scales all over their bodies. So sometimes when they fight, they actually get their paws ripped completely off. Mm. And if you think about the water that they're in, they are in dirty, muddy, gator poo, fish poo filled water. Mm. So imagine having a part of your body cut all the way off and then to clean it, you're sticking in a pile of muddy poo. Oh, no. That is like a recipe for an infection. Yes. The fact that alligators do that and very, very seldom get any type of infections are why researchers right now are studying Why don't they get infection? And can we transfer that to humans so they can get a lot less infections?
1: I really hope they can. And that way you guys can hang out in poopy water more.
4: Okay. I'll weigh in and say, yeah, that's completely true. And it should be studied, but we're a little bit hesitant because as with animal testing, it can get a little bit tricky. And what we want to do is obviously conserve the alligator population. So it's interesting. It can be studied but we also don't want it to be studied too much in that it would harm the alligators themselves.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's hard to get alligators to sign up for studies.
4: Yeah, you can't get their consent. You try, but they're like, no. <laughs> okay,
0: Henry, back to you.
4: This question is for Michael.
2: What are the differences between alligators and crocodiles?
3: The most obvious difference is the shape of the head. Alligators have more of a rounded-shaped head. Crocodiles have more of a narrow-shaped head. Now, that's a very general answer, Uh, If you want to get technical, the fourth tooth on the crocodile does not have a socket to stick into, so it almost gives them like vampire-like looking teeth, Hmm. where the alligator on their fourth tooth, it actually sticks inside their mouth so it doesn't stick out. There's a lot of other differences, plus you have to realize there's a lot of other crocodiles too. There's like the saltwater crocodile, like what you've seen Steve Irwin work with. There's the Nile crocodile in Africa. So not only are we talking there's a difference between alligator and crocodile, there's even a difference between different crocodiles. But the most obvious thing that you wanna see from a distance, and that's usually how you wanna do it, is the shape of the head.
0: Nice. All right, great question, Henry.
5: The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell! Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com/bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
0: If you love the Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grownups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love
5: listening to podcasts. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers.
0: It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Henry will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts answer with a fast gait, or you'll run out of time. Henry, you're going to start with Michael. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. When an alligator hashes, how many teeth
2: does it have? 80. Factor fib. Alligators can recognize people's voices?
3: A for-sure fact.
2: How far can an alligator stitch out its tongue?
3: They can't.
2: Name something alligators like to eat.
3: Any kind of meat. They are not picky.
2: Which is bigger, an alligator or a crocodile?
3: Usually the crocodile.
2: What do you call the area that alligators dig in the ground when the weather is cold?
3: Ugh, I call it just a gator pit.
2: What clothing designer uses an alligator for its logo?
3: Eyes odd?
2: Why can't alligators live in salt water?
3: Because they don't have little salt glands on their tongue that the crocodiles do.
2: How strong is an alligator's bite?
3: They say 3,000 pounds per square inch.
2: What should you do if you see an alligator? Run!
3: Stay calm. Go the opposite way. Don't go towards the game
0: Good advice, and that is time. Time? Ah. <laughs> Woo, very good. Okay. Lisa, could you kindly reset the timer?
1: I'd like to, but there's an alligator right in front of it. Oh no. Hold on, let me talk to it. Hey, alligator. You gotta move. Okay, sorry. Alright, reset the timer for you. Thank you.
0: All right, Henry. You can ask Lula your shorts on fire questions. Now. What color are the
2: stripes on the tails of the young alligators? Yellowish. Where can you find crocodiles and alligators in the United States? Just in Florida, baby. How many feet does an alligator have in a lifetime? Oh, they have a lot, like 10,000. What are the bony plates on the back of an alligator called? Those are called paxels. Fact of alligators have four toes on each foot. Well, their feet are webbed, so they don't really have toes. How fast can alligators swim? Not sure, but fast.
1: Not as fast as me.
2: Give away the grass, give away the sky, but don't give away what? Uh, pass. Where does the word alligator come from? Oh, that's actually Spanish for lizard, I believe. What is the scientific word for cold-blooded? So the Latin term is
4: frigius frigidi. Which teeth can you see when an alligator closes its mouth? Oh, so this is a trick question because... When you see pictures of their mouths with teeth, they're not actually fully closed. So you cannot see them when their mouths are actually closed. And that is time.
1: That is time.
4: (laughs) Stressful. It is stressful, but you did
0: very well, experts. Thank you. And well asked, Henry. All right, it's decision time. Henry must really sink his teeth into everything he's heard to sort fact from fiction. Henry, who is our big alligator fibber?
2: I think that it is
0: Michael. (gasps) Why do you think Michael is our fibber?
2: Well, in one of the questions, he said that Alligator's hands can get cut off and they'll just stay there, like no blood or anything. I don't think that can really happen, because I don't think the hand will just grow back. I see. I mean, that happens with athecolotls, but I don't think that would happen with a reptile. Okay, well, we're going to
0: find out if that is actually the case. Will the actual, true, real alligator expert say, I am the alligator expert?
3: I am the alligator expert.
0: Oh, sorry, Henry, but it is true. Michael Wilmer is the Gator Crusader, a professional alligator trainer, and you can find him on YouTube or almost all social media at The Gator Crusader. Super cool. Tell us, Michael, explain to us Henry's issue here with the cutoff hands.
3: I I get what you're saying. I was trying to keep it not too gross, of course, when they get their hands ripped off, it's bloody, it's gross, meat is hanging out.
2: Okay, too much detail. <laughs> okay, thank
3: you. <laughs> That's why I just left it at hand off. Right, Kind of okay. like a Luke Skywalker, you know, make it nice and simple and easy. And you are right, the hands do not grow back.
0: Oh my gosh, well, while we've got you, let's do some fact checking here. What did Lula tell us that was snout of bounds?
3: Wasn't too bad. She said a gator could go through maybe 10,000 teeth in their lifetime. That's a little exaggerated. Mm. Gators, like I said, start off with 80 teeth. And you know how you and I have two sets of teeth. We get the baby teeth and the big teeth. Then that's all we got. Then it's gum city from there on. <laughs> Alligators can go through 50, five zero sets of teeth, Whoa. so it's a little closer to like two to three thousand. I mean, two to three thousand teeth in their lifetime. That's not anything to sneeze at either. But no. it, but it wasn't ten thousand. But it's still close. I mean, they can literally go through thousands of teeth in their lifetime.
0: That's crazy!
3: Oh my god! And then the hands: five toes in the front, four in the back. The fingers.
0: Whoa! Really?
3: What's really cool? The three fingers have nails, the other two don't. So that way they can use the fingers with nails for like digging and making nests. But then their nails are so long that they can't really feel anything. So they use the fingers with nails for digging, the other two for, like, feelers on the bottom of the lake and whatnot.
0: Whoa, so
4: cool. Okay, Lula, tell us how you swamped us with lies. Were there
0: any other lies that you told?
4: I'm pretty sure frigius frigidi is the Latin word that I made up.
0: <gasps>
3: that sounded so good. Oh. I've never heard it, but I like it.
0: <laughs> Actually, the scientific word for cold-blooded is ectothermic. That is right. Were there any other ones, Lula? I don't know what paxos are. <laughs> I made that up, too. That was for the bony plates? Is that
3: Scoots what? are what they're Scoots. really called.
0: That sounds legit. I know. She did a really good job. No wonder you didn't get it right, Henry. I mean, she did a good job of lying, which is unfortunate for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well... We have got to say, see you later, alligator. Thanks to our contestant, Henry, who delivered a jaw-dropping performance today. Thank you to our expert and liar, Michael and Lula. And thanks to Lisa, our amphibious android. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into The Big Fib, where we scale back lies and give snaps to the truth.
1: The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on the Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show. And follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. What's that sound effect of a phone message? (gasps) Candy Crush. I've got to go. I have a date with Candy Crush.
0: Have a great time.
1: (laughs) Thank you.
5: The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E, free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan... We help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.